This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al Podcast, episode 139-inch. On this week's episode, we review and wrap up 2021, and we dive back into my archives for my second interview with Ruben Valtiera. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Welcome to our last episode of 2021. Oh, man. What a crazy, weird, silly dare I say, beefy year it's been, Dave. Indeed, indeed. You know, I'm looking over this list that our intern Frank compiled of all the guests that we've had on Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast in the last 12 months, and boy, it is quite impressive. Wow, there have been so many amazing, incredible, pretty stinking majestic memories from the past year. I cannot wait to get into that, but first, we gotta talk about last week's episode. Sure, of course, last week's episode being our definitive top five Weird Al holiday songs. Yep, and despite our insistence that no matter what we say, it's definitive and final, there's always some controversy. Now, a few people mentioned that they had never heard the alternate mix of Christmas at Ground Zero prior to us talking about it on last week's episode. Well, we included this song on our list because if you remember... Our criteria for inclusion included any holiday song that was on one of Weird Al's 14 studio albums or one of his singles. And Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix is the B-side on the Headline News single. I think we just assumed that everyone listening had heard that song, but in retrospect, it's understandable why some people may not have heard that song. I mean, after all, the headline new single was released all the way back in 1994, and the Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix has not appeared on any other physical release since then. Yeah, in fact, Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix has only been played on the Dr. Demento show a total of three times twice back in 1994, and the last time it was played was way back in 1997. So, as you can see, it is a bit of an obscure song. And while obscure songs are our specialty, Dave, as we alluded to last week, the alternate mix of Christmas at Ground Zero doesn't sound all that much different from the album version, so there's not a whole lot of reason to go out of your way to find it. You know, except if you're a completionist who needs to hear everything. So if you are indeed that completionist, or you want to track down a copy here for yourself, remember it's only available on the Headline News CD single or cassette single, so give a try on eBay or look on Discogs to try to find yourself a copy. Or you can be a complete cheapskate hooligan and search for it on YouTube or a file-sharing site like Morpheus or Grokster or LimeWire or Kazaa. You know, and there was another song that I did not expect people to bring up, and that was Nature Trail to Hell, which of course is off of Weird Al's second studio album, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. 
There was some discussion going on over on our official Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast Facebook group, which you can get to by heading over to group.2008.com, saying that Nature Child Hell may qualify as a Christmas song because it contains the lyrics coming this Christmas to a theater near you. So if you subscribe to the whole Die Hard is a Christmas movie theory, then you may think that this song qualifies as a Christmas song by some convoluted logic that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Now, to be fair, there may be an argument that Nature Trail to Hell could be a Halloween song because, you know, besides all the times it showed up in Al's catalog, it also appeared on the out-of-print Dr. Demento Presents Spooky Tunes and Scary Melodies, which was released on Rhino Records in September 1994, which is a sort of Halloween-themed cheesy compilation album. However, if you remember, we specifically disqualified Pretty Fly for a Rabbi because although it mentions Hanukkah, the main subject of that song is not holiday related. Well, Nature Trail to Hell falls in that same category. Just because a song mentions a holiday, that does not mean that it qualifies for the purposes of our list. And always remember, if you don't agree with anything we say on a top five episode or really any episode... You're wrong. Oh, that noise means we have a message on the 347 Spatula Hotline, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Okay, Frank, hit play! Hey, Dave and Ethan, listening to 138. Got a bone to pick. It's Jake Larson, by the way. Um, So, Dave says he doesn't care for a weasel stomping day where he has a problem with it because it's animal abuse, yet he's okay with reindeer getting tortured and murdered. Dave, you have uh, you have issues. Well, thank you very much for that phone call, Jake. I'm glad that you brought that up. You know, I actually did address this on last week's episode, except our ridiculous jerk of an intern, Frank, censored me and made me choose my words carefully. That's correct, Dave. And to refresh people's memories, I had asked you to justify why you put Weasel Stomping Day at your number five slot because it condoned killing animals, and yet you had the Night Santa Went Crazy Extra Gory version as your number one, despite the song condoning killing Santa Claus and many of his reindeer and friends. And here's what I said on last week's episode. I can just kind of separate, you know, the whole Santa Claus and reindeer thing from, you know, actually stomping on weasels. I can just separate that in my brain. They're, they're, to me, they're two different things. I initially had started to say something along the lines of how Santa and his entourage are based on traditions, and our stupid intern Frank stopped me right there and said something like, we're a family-friendly podcast, and as such, there might be children listening who should not get their Santa Claus-related news from a podcast about Weird Al. So I had to settle for that lame compromise instead. After all, we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, not Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Jolly Old St. Nick podcast, Jake. And let me just say, you know, I've seen my share of cute, cuddly weasels, but I've never seen a flying reindeer. Well, sounds like we've got another call on the 347 Spatula Hotline. Let's hear it, Frank. Hey, Dave and Ethan. 
This is uh, Jackson Scoggins. I'm just calling to let you know that in the HBO series, How To with John Wilson, executive produced by Nathan Fielder of Nathan For You, season two, episode three, How To Find a Spot, at around, uh, I'm going to say the 14-minute mark, around there, there is six seconds of uh, a feature of the Scotty Bros, Weird Al Yankovic, Bad Hair Day cassette release. I thought you all needed to know this because you are the foremost Weird Al Yankovic podcast on speed dial on my phone. So, I hope you all have a great one. Adios. Well, thank you so much, Jackson. We will absolutely have our eyes peeled when we watch Season 2, Episode 3 of How To with John Wilson. Holy cow, we have yet another voicemail on the 347 Spatula Hotline. All right, let's take a listen to this one. Uh, I wanted to save my call to the 347 Spatula Hotline for when I finally managed to catch up. I'm close, but I'm not there yet. But this was an emergency. I had to call and let you know I was reading the Spotify biography of Weird Al like I like to do sometimes, and I noticed that there's an error on there. It says that he became famous on the even worse album of his release of I'm Fat. I I don't know why this happened or how this happened or who let this happen, but... I just wanted to let you guys know so that we can start getting this fixed. That's all. I hope that we can correct this egregious error. This is not the days of Groove Shark and Napster when errors like this can be a let go. We've we've got to put a stop to this. Okay, bye. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> we must get this egregious error fixed as soon as humanly possible. There really is only one solution to this horrible, horrible misjustice. Indeed. Now I know our intern Frank was planning to use his upcoming three days each year that we give him off to volunteer to build homes for poor children affected by the recent natural disasters in Latin America by joining Habitat to Humanity, but I'm sorry, Frank, you are just going to have to cancel that trip and get right on this. That's right. There's no rest for you, Frank, until this egregious error is fixed. Thank you, William, for pointing that out. This week's episode is brought to you in part by vegan burrito restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double-wrapped in a quesadilla Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger in Albany, New York. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your Burrito Burrito. Or hop on over to Wizard Burger for a mouth-watering, loaded, dare I say beefy, vegan burgers. From Troy to Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger feed the hungry with out-of-this-world, plant-based, real food, always vegan style. So visit BurritoSquared.com and WizardBurger.com to order ahead. Now it's time for This Year in Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast-related news! Coming this January 1st, the critically acclaimed premiere Weird Al-related podcast, Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast will be celebrating its fourth calendar year on the air. 
Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast launched on May 8th, 2019 with an interview with then-Grammy Award-nominated Jim Kimo West and on every Wednesday ever since has put out a brand new full-length Inch episode. In 2021, if you had listened to every Inch episode, including this one, you would have listened to 59 hours, 38 minutes, and 4 seconds of Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. That's two days, 11 hours, 39 minutes, and four seconds. And in 2021, if you have listened to every single black and white and weird all over bonus episode that has been released to the cheapskate public, you would have listened to six hours, 53 minutes, and 19 seconds. That means if you had listened to every single piece of audio that Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast had released to the general public in 2021, you would have listened to an incredible 66 hours, 53 minutes, and 19 seconds of Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast. That's two days, 18 hours, 53 minutes, and 19 seconds. Now, those impressive time totals do not include secret episodes that we put out on our official Patreon page, patreon.com slash 2000inch, or any early bonus episodes. Unfortunately, while we've added yet another guest with the name Dave to our list of interviews, of course, Dave Foots Footman, there has been no new Franks and still no guests named Ethan. Wow, all of those stats are absolutely amazing. Thank you to everyone who has listened to any of those episodes. And especially thanks to anyone who has listened to all of those. And of course, that's not all. We also hosted a bunch of Zoom game nights, as well as our two-year anniversary Zoom concert way back in May on our actual two-year anniversary for our Patreon family featuring Trevor Strong of the Arrogant Worms. And not to mention the two of us getting together for Record Store Day this past summer and heading out to Los Angeles at the end of October to see Weird Al perform in Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas live-to-film concert experience, getting to hang out with many of our close personal friends and listeners. You know, Ethan, I had so much fun when we played our year-end game last year. Can we play it again? Oh, absolutely, Dave. I love that. Uh, what did we do? Well, last year we mentioned each guest that we had on the podcast that year, and we said the first thing that popped in our minds about that guest. Oh, right. And if we immediately couldn't think of anything, we were allowed to skip and come back to it later. Of course, of course. All right, this is going to be so much fun. All right, ready? Let's go. Byron Lee. Produced an audio description track for the movie UHF. Alicia Bonveri. Host of the Yanko Chick News Network. Pat Regan. Former keyboardist for Weird Al Yankovic. Zach Sherwin. Comedian behind epic rap battles of history. Monique Donnelly. The third and final Al's gal. All right, get ready, Dave. Richard Bennett. John Bermuda Schwartz's brother and guitarist for Neil Diamond and Mark Knopfler. Ryan Barna. Ooh, he recorded Mr. Frump in the Iron Lung on Wax Cylinder. Robin Von Swank. She's the photographer behind the Apocalypse album cover art. Mike Nelson. Ooh, the host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Dave Foots Footman. He helped build the Wheel of Fish, and he's a fellow Dave. All right, Trevor Strong. Of the Arrogant Worms and performed at our two-year anniversary concert. Wayne Bergeron. Trumpet player who went to school with Al. Joel Miller. Weird Al's best friend and confidant. Chris Waffle. Comedy musician behind the anti-bullying song Weird Al Rules. John Bermuda Schwartz. He, um, I think he plays the drums. Okay. 
Sarah Shearer. She helped get Weird Al Funko Pops created. Stephen Lynch. He's a legendary comedian, and he's not a congressman from Massachusetts. Lex Friedman. He worked on getting the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised Vanity Tour released on Stitcher. Sean O'Loughlin. Orchestrated songs for Weird Al's Hollywood Bowl concerts and the Strings Attached Tour. Justin Willman. Legendary magician and TV star. All right, how about Jim Kimo West? He's Weird Al's longtime Grammy Award-winning guitarist and our podcast theme song composer. Kevin Yeager. Makeup effects legend behind the iconic fat suit makeup and costume. Dr. Roger Schuster. Weird Al's former personal dentist. Kamala Henneman. Visual effects artist who built the iconic fat suit. Mayor Josh Johnson. He's the mayor of Darwin. All right, how about Sam Levine? Ooh, legendary Hollywood actor and celebrity. Mike Minnick and Adrian Vasquez. Two Weird Al super fans who helped us with the top five food album songs. Joseph C. Krause. He's another Weird Al super fan who produced the first ever Weird Al tribute album, Prosthetic Lips. Scott Barber. Ooh, the director of the new Guar documentary that features Weird Al. Weird Al Yankovic. <sighs> Gotta pass. All right, how about Scott Aukerman? He's the host of Comedy Bang Bang. Kevin McKee and Rob Lenz. They're the two super fans behind the hottest Weird Al related book of 2021. Dear John, emails to a drummer. Insane Ian. He's the comedy musician behind the Me, Myself, and I tribute album. And from your archives, Ruben Valtierra. He's the new guy in Weird Al's band. And making a second appearance, John Bermuda Schwartz. Oh, he's the author who wrote Black and White and Weird All Over. All right, well, Dave, there's only one that you passed on. You can't think of anything for Weird Al Yankovic? Uh, no, sorry. I must politely pass. Well, I'm sure we'll figure it out. As we're going through the list, it did remind me that this year, an alternate version of Weird Al's Canadian Idiot was leaked that had some awesome cooing in it, reminiscent of the Bob and Doug McKenzie's Great White North comedy sketches. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Dave, I must have cooed a hundred times on the podcast this year, but... I don't ever remember you actually cooing. Now, being that this is our year-end episode, Dave, would you mind cooing for us just this once? All right, well, let me explain. The reason I never cooed was because I prefer to be the only person to coo in any single episode, and by the time I was ready to coo, either the situation didn't call for it or you had cooed already. Well, Dave, here's your chance. Okay, okay, I will coo this episode... As long as you or anyone else doesn't do it first. I promise. All right, you ready, Dave? All right, count me down. 27.5, 27 27.4, 27.3, 27.2, 27.1, and... Oh, hey, that's the 347 spatula hotline noise. I thought we were done with spatula calls for this year. Well, I guess not. Okay, Frank, let's hear this call before Dave coos once and for all. Hey, it's Chad Kelson, a.k.a. Metal Al. And I'm just calling to say, uh, coo coo Well, thanks for the call, Chad, a.k.a. Metal Al. Well, it looks like I'm not going to be doing any cooing this year. Uh, maybe next year. You know, going over those year-in-review guests, it reminded me a few weeks ago when we played one of your old radio show interviews where you interviewed Ruben Valtierra. That was so much fun. And yeah, we got a ton of really positive feedback on that old interview. Now, remind us again, that was on your old college radio show called Alternative to Sleeping with Ethan Ullman? 
Yes, my radio show back when I was in college and then a few years after I was in college was called Alternative to Sleeping with Ethan Allman. And I played comedy, comedy music. I interviewed comedians and celebrities and friends. It was a lot of fun. Now, in that interview that we played, you mentioned that you wanted to interview Ruben a second time. Did that second interview ever happen? Oh, it certainly did, Dave. Back on October 13th, 2011, I had the chance to interview Ruben again. Oh, how cool. I'd love to hear that. Do you think we have any time this week to hear it? Well, it depends, Dave. How much time do we have left in our yearly allotment before we hit the Canadian Radio and Podcasting Broadcast Commission Corporation Association limit? Well, let me see here. It looks like we have exactly 28 minutes and 11 seconds to spare. Oh, what a coincidence. My second interview with Ruben runs exactly 28 minutes and 12 seconds. I mean, will that still work? Ooh, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, do you have anything else? What's the worst that could happen? Well, actually, what does happen if we go beyond the Canadian Radio and Podcasting Broadcast Commission Corporation Association limit? Well, unfortunately, that means we'll no longer be eligible to win the Excellence in Canadian Podcasting Award. Yeah, but aren't we technically an American podcast? Eh, it's debatable. Is it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, but what would we win if we did win the award? A lifetime supply of rice The San Francisco treat? The San Francisco treat. And that's it? Well, we'd also get three 10% off coupons to the Lumberjack Show in Vancouver and a key to the basement of the place that the key to the city of Chilliwack is stored. Ugh, we can't play this interview, Dave. That's way too much on the line to risk. You're absolutely right, Ethan. But what if we just had our intern Frank edit out one second of the interview so that it fits our allotted time? Well, we can't just edit the interview because then it wouldn't be presented as it aired. We need to find somewhere else to cut one second of time, Dave. Oh, oh, I got it. What if we remove the part where we finally thank our intern Frank for everything that he's done? Nah, that wouldn't get us enough time back. Ah, you're right. Well, you know what? Let's cut it anyway. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh! Oh? What if in the David Grant ad, we don't call him David Grant, instead we just call him Dave Grant? That'll surely save us at least a second. Dave versus David. Oh, yeah, that'll totally save us a second. Hooray! We did it! All right, all right. Well, let's play this interview with Ruben Valtiera from October 13, 2011. Recorded live on Alternative to Sleeping with Ethan Ullman on WCDB 90.9 FM in Albany, New York, and on the Comedy Pipe online radio. This interview happened in 8PD, a.k.a. pre-Dave, so it only features me doing the interviewing. All right, let's hear that interview as it aired way back on that fateful day. You're listening to Alternative to Sleeping with Ethan Allman, and we've got on the phone Ruben Valchera. How's it going, Ruben? Ruben. Hey, man! See, he, like, he does it again, right? right. Uh, like, our last interview started out with a whole a whole harangue on how to pronounce my name. <laughs> and so what does your host do? He says, here we have Ruben Valchera. How's it going, Ruben? I mean, Ruben. My God, it's just a comedy act all the way through. It doesn't stop. <laughs> Before I get on stage, after I get on stage, well, I'm I'm I've got to make sure that uh, Steve J's not sleeping in his bunk. I 
think he is, though. Oh, Uh-oh. good. Then I'll, that means I'll talk louder so I can wake him up. Poor old, <laughs> poor old guy. I feel sorry for that guy. So, uh, so the good news is that uh, we found out that all the uh, new, uh, all the new venues that we're going into are being supplied with uh, handicapped access for wheelchair things for mm-hmm. us for Steve J. So this is a good thing. So we're not discriminating <laughs> against the elderly. Well, that's. Steve's a great guy. He's a, he actually went in and uh, he's uh, one of the uh, the architects of uh, uh, Muir Woods and the Petrified Forest. He actually grew those trees. Don't oh, really? tell him I said this. Yeah, don't tell him I said this. Um, uh, he was actually a roadie for King Tut. Uh, <laughs> I got a million of them. How you doing, man? And how how's everybody out there in, uh, let's see, I Can't Sleep Radio Land? What is the name of your show again? Alternative to Sleeping. You don't have to pronounce it right. El Alternativo a Dormar. How's that? It's, uh, it's great. <laughs> What's new on the scene, man? What's new? Uh, I'm excited. You guys are coming to Albany next week. Uh, I yeah, think- I know the place. It's a nice place. It's, yeah. it's, getting, it's getting cold out here, though. Yeah. You know, where it's uh, starting to rain on us and stuff like that. We've had some really, really great shows, especially after 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 the uh, Comedy Central thing uh, yeah. aired. You can just see people are going, they're coming out of the woodwork. They're just like, well, I had no idea. You know, I thought he, oh, I thought that he would he smashed watermelons and stuff like that, <laughs> and he pulled props out of it out of a box. And you right. know, I thought his hair was red. You know, so have no. Been- so the shows have been more energetic since the special. Well, it's always been energetic, but there's there's just there it's just sold out. It's it's just people are coming and and not expecting you know thinking that it's going to be Frankie Yankovic doing the beer barrel polka or something. They're yeah. actually they are knowing all about Al and can't wait to see it, and they're, they're even more amped up. And uh, so that makes us just you know I mean. Yeah. We do what we do, and we know our show works, and we do it, but when people are out there, like, sending the energy back, we just kick into high gear. Even, like, Steve's, like, heart, heart rate goes up to about 60, I think. <laughs> so, uh, did I say that? I didn't say that. So it, was, it wasn't me. Is that another Steve thing was, I need to cut out of the interview? <laughs> no, no, you can keep that. Okay. My interview with all the controversial things that I said last time, you probably had like one minute worth of anything worth right. putting on the air. It was the intro, me pronouncing your name wrong, then saying goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And you did it again. And you did it again this time, so so you're, it's going to be the same show. The yes. intro, you pronounce my name wrong, then we say goodbye. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, you bring all you bringing all your friends. Uh, I'm telling people to go. Um, I hear that I hear that my interview is actually kind of popular. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I googled your name, and my interview with you comes up on page two. So that's page, pretty cool. Well, we should move it to page one. Yeah, I think uh, once we get this second interview up, uh, we'll move on to page one. I think uh, the page one is probably still dedicated to all the bill collectors that are choosing me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the bill collection companies. I'm kidding. Al pays me very well. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just got struck by lightning. Do you get um, Do you get royalties from the uh, the DVD from County Central? Al is the artist. We are the band. Al takes care of us. Al is the artist. Okay. It's a, he is the producer. He is okay. uh, he's the guy. So it's it's all about Al. Right. And I'm uh, I'm happy, very very happy to be here because of uh, really nice things like uh, Kurzweil uh, made me uh, an official official artist. They they uh, have other people on their side to they show that you know use their stuff. Other artists uh-huh. they made me an official artist that wow. uh, is going in and promoting stuff. Uh, and they had me uh, show some stuff uh, to. Uh, some famous legendary keyboardists that were wondering about whether Kurzweil could, you know, do whether this product could do what they needed, to. And, and so they brought in. The, they had they introduced me to Felix Cavalieri the other day, yeah. um, who was the uh, the uh, founder, the keyboardist, vocalist, composer for uh, the Rascals. Oh wow! Um, he's doing stuff like you know, good love and good love and I'm singing. I'm singing on your interview. Shut this down. <laughs> Um, um, and you know, like grooving on a Sunday afternoon and stuff like that. And so they have me meeting all these guys and showing us stuff. They got me in ads and, you know, wow. so there's a lot of nice perks to all this. So yeah. I'm fine not receiving the penny a month in residuals. On DVDs. <laughs> I'm kidding. So do you ever get <laughs> starstruck when you're meeting these, uh, when you met these, you know, musicians? Uh, I haven't gotten starstruck in a long time. Who was the last time? Do you know? Hmm. Hmm. I can't tell you. I'll, I'll think about it. All right. But uh, the thing is, is that uh, now Shorts was here. He told me that I was kissing up. But the thing is, is that being around Al, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, he was a celebrity when I met him. And I was new to meeting celebrities, you know. Right. I was new to L.A. I was new to seeing a celebrity on every street corner. But mm-hmm. after working with Al and seeing what he what he could do, how control, you know, how how strong he was and as a performer, as an artist, and this and that, it's just like everybody starts like they just become kind of like also around. So I really don't get that, uh, you know, that that all caught up in the celebrity thing. Right. Maybe famous legendary salseros, you know, like Eddie Palmieri and these kind of guys, Sergio Mendez and those kind of guys. Uh, they, you know, because I really, really look up to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Jimmy Page, you know. Yeah. You know, I, uh, even Hendrix. Yeah, that's it. Probably wouldn't know what to say to Hendrix. He probably wouldn't talk to me much, would he? Right. <laughs> is this stuff really worth putting on your radio show? You're going to really like. They're going to put you on at three in the morning. <laughs> I'm debating. I used to be on at three in the morning. With, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's why you called it that. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then I moved up to ten, so it uh, less apropos, but it still works. What kind of it's very fun? What kind of... I was going to tell you that it's uh, very fun that uh, that I'm going back to my uh, alma mater in Santa Cruz. Oh yeah. And I've been, and I remember the first time. It's like they. I'm like, hey, I went to UCS. Don't you want to interview me? Get out of here. That was, 20, <laughs> it was a long time ago when I first joined out, but now they're like, they've just been getting all these requests and stuff for interviews, uh, school cool. magazine, and uh, just everything. And 
That's really cool. So I've got, I've got a lot of friends. I haven't seen a, a lot of these people in a long time. And they come through with a big, giant show mm-hmm. like this at the, at the you know, the big, giant Civic Center. It's like, it, it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, it's, it, it's not that I'm there and, and getting all, you know, going nuts because I'm uh, like, say, hey, look at me. You know, no, it's not that. I'm just a, it's just nice to come back to the alma mater and hear. Uh, see, that's under the school newspaper right now. Calling. Um, it's it's nice to come back to the alma mater and see my old friends again. Yes. You know, it means a lot. Why are people? Oh, wait a minute. Well, he's just <laughs> going to have to wait. All right. Uh, it's Bermuda. He probably wants to horn in on the interview. <laughs> Tell one of his boring stories. Um. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, you were going to ask something. Yeah, I've got a bunch of questions I wanted to ask you. Um, I was, I'm just thinking that there was a whole library of Weird Al songs before you joined the band. Do you look down on those since you're not performing in them? No. Well, it, uh, the uh, well, the thing is, is that uh, as I say, yes, I'm 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 honored and a blessed. To be part of this, yeah. but at the same time, uh, I remember still hearing the first time, hearing Al stuff for the first time. Uh, somebody put it into a cassette, uh, had a cassette of it in a car. We're driving to a gate, we listen, and we're just laughing. It's great. But if somebody had told me, you know, dude, you're going to be like with him for, you know, you're going to be with him mm-hmm. uh, for for a long time, for 20 years, it's going to be le- your legacy. I would have gone. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I don't think so. Go away. I would have pushed him out of the car. Yeah. But uh, because I was playing, you know, uh, Chick Corea, Return to Forever, that kind of stuff, you know, all the, or Funk Fusion, all sorts of heady stuff. And uh, I never thought. But uh, but the thing is, is that I don't look at the songs uh, and um, turn my nose up at them. It's just, it's, I never listened to that kind of stuff. Uh, it was, it was, it was fun. But I never paid really attention to it. Now I have to, and it's you know it's all consuming. But it's all about the the production effort. That's what I uh, that's what I found. You know that's that's the thing that's uh, impressive. Yeah. Because you can see uh, Rick Derringer in the early years, early first uh, couple albums, <clears throat> basically showing Al how to go in and produce. But he didn't know that he was actually showing Al because Al was just like soaking it up like a sponge, taking notes on everything. And then when it came time, he said, well, guess what, Rick, goodbye. He pushed him out the door, <laughs> yeah. and he took over. And he, he's just like, you know, he'd come in with everything all written down, everything all diagrammed out, he learned. And then I, I, I kept seeing the production values, you know, go up and up on the albums. Right. And then and then equally so in, the, in concert, where, from, you know, instead of the videos the way they are now, or the production, the media that it's, he presents now, and instead of it being the way it is now, it was uh, it was all like on an eight millimeter projector mm-hmm. on the middle seat in the auditorium. You could hear the thing going <laughs> click 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 click. Some lady ran over the, the the power cord. Went oh no! They they plugged it into a switch that had a dimmer on it one time. <laughs> so somebody decides, oh, we need to turn off this light, and the whole film went. Oh man. <laughs> and we're like, what the, what, what's going on? And, and then we figured it out. And then some other lady one time, she uh, runs across the power cord with her wheelchair and you know, brought that show to a halt. <laughs> yeah. 
and now it's like no, no, it's 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 way different. It's it's the way it's supposed to be now. You guys, so have, it's very cool. Have you guys had any uh, big uh, disasters like that recently? Uh, the the uh, the only disaster, um, I think the, the disaster, <laughs> the closest disaster we had is that I think Al. Colleague started falling asleep on his Segway because the audience was so lame in <laughs> one of these places. They were putting us to sleep. I swear he almost fell. He did. He fell off his Segway. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's a funny thing because, you know, he'll like, he'll zip around on that thing and he'll head right at the audience. I'm going, dude, you know, if that thing ever like screwed up, like, <laughs> going like head first into the audience, yeah. you know, 20 feet below. Oh, nothing, nothing like that. I do remember the time that he uh, fell off the stage while he was, uh, he, he walked into the lights, you know, just like looking into the lights. Right. And he didn't realize that, you know, he he, he walked about five feet in, you know, forward into the lights, but he didn't realize the stage was four feet long. Oh, man. And he took a plunge onto concrete about, you know, Jeez. I think it was about eight feet down. And, right? and he, the guy gets up. Now, this is a long time ago when he was young and spry, but, uh, <laughs> but he gets up with the with the accordion and still tries to do the intro to like another one right up It's like he's got blood all over him and a couple of bones hanging out his hip, and I'm like, dude, no, stop. But things things like that have happened. Wow. But. That was a while back. Otherwise, it's it's weird things like uh, electricity being weird or something, and maybe the computer getting uh, like testy and yeah. You said know. last time that there was like a ghost haunting one of your things. That was uh, that was Glenside, which is uh, near Philadelphia, and uh, I'd heard about this ghost, and uh, I asked the ladies. I've been there a bunch of times, and I asked the ladies, "So how's the ghost? All these things causing trouble." And so, and I actually talked to the ghost, you know, before the gig. I'm like, yeah. dude, because I hear that the ghost like it's it's known that the ghost likes to sit in. Okay, true. And I'm like, so so ghoulish guy, you can sit in, you can play a note. This is okay, <laughs> but please don't go screw up my keyboards. Please don't don't. And so so what does he do? He went and he screwed up the server. And and then he made my keyboards take a dump, which they never do. Wow. And um, and then I look back, and there's a way that you can scroll. I think I told you this before. You yeah, can you scroll did. up to like 127. You can't go backwards or into negative or right. anything. Just one, 0 to 127, that's it. I looked at the number. It was like minus 43.75 or something. It's like, wow. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't enter minus signs, so this guy really went in and screwed it up. But uh, yeah, that was that was minor. It was no big thing. How long ago was that? It was the beginning of the. Uh, I think it might have been the beginning of the uh, the leg in June. Oh, okay. We've been out so long that the whole weather thing or the whole seasonal thing, mm-hmm. I have. There's nothing there. Uh, I mean. I have no idea what what season it is. Finally, now I do because it's starting to rain. Right. But I mean, since we've been going to different hemispheres and stuff like uh, Australia, you know, it was when we, we went there during the winter, but then it was summer down there. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And then we come back, <laughs> and it's like summer still, and then it's more, and then we go somewhere else, and it's spring there, and it's like, what, is this winter supposed to be in here somewhere? <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't know where, and I never know where we are. But we've got a couple more dates, and then uh, I think we're finished for the year. Oh, cool. And then probably picking up next year? Uh, Al's manager, the great, uh, I think his name is Who Me, with a question mark. <laughs> yeah, aren't you Al's manager? Who Me? Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> Jay? Uh, <laughs> I think Who Me describes him better. Uh, gave us a, he sent us a letter saying, uh, I hear that many of you have been wondering what's going on next year, so I just sent you an important letter to tell you that uh, I I don't know. <laughs> so, so I went and sent Bermuda uh, a letter saying, uh, um, Attention, I have just received important news from Jay Levy, and that news is that he has no news. <laughs> Typical. They're working on stuff, but they're not going to tell us. Right. You know. So whatever. I get to go home and take care of my stuff. I'm going to bring down Facebook. Yeah. What's going on with Facebook? Facebook is like it's getting weird now. There's, there's, it's like all these little weird things going on. Like where, uh, well, first of all, I don't know who I'm posting to. I don't know whether they're even seeing my posts. You know, right. it's I, I kind of like to know that, like friends who I'm with, who I know, and friends that are actually allowing my posts to come through. Because you know, if I said something like, like maybe Bush is an idiot or something, and to the wrong guy, you know, all of everybody in Texas would probably like say, "Well, I don't want to hear anything from you anymore." Right. You know, but I'd like kind of like to know: Am I just like talking to myself if I'm posting something on Facebook? You know, that'd be kind of nice to know and see who's actually listening to you. But uh, the thing is, is that uh, they're they're also doing all these other weird little things. Like, do you ever get, like, things where it says, hey, I'm cleaning out my friends list. Do you still want to be my friend? Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen people post those. Yeah, but but I talked to those people. They're, they haven't posted it. It's spam. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I don't know whether Facebook is doing it to get, get lists of people. I don't know whether spammers are doing it to get lists of people, you know. And and then Al actually, uh, there there was one from Al, and he's and and says Al would like Al has accepted your, you know, you as a friend on Facebook. I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, Al isn't even on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah. So there's weird stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's sad because it was a cool thing for a while, and now, of course, it's been it's been tainted. Yeah. Hey, well, why are we talking about Facebook? Let's I, talk I about know. something else. I don't know. You know, I I did want to know what kind of like hobbies, what kind of stuff do you do outside of music? Uh, right now, right now, uh, it sounds like I'm full of full of doo doo, but. Uh, uh, right now, I'm just really interested in uh, being at home, um, being with the uh, being with the fiance, uh-huh. um, and uh, and practicing piano. Yeah, yeah. Because so, out, uh, so, so outside uh, of music, you're uh, practicing piano. Pretty much. <laughs> 
I don't. I you know, it's like uh, trying to trying to stay healthy, trying to eat the right things, uh, trying not to eat the wrong things. That's the hard part. Yeah. Uh, eating the right things is fine, but eating the wrong <laughs> things is, is harder. Uh, or not eating the wrong things is harder. But, uh, uh, you know, I just, I guess a hobby would be trying to get out of the house. All I want to, I have so much stuff to do in my house. Because yeah. I got my studio, I got my piano, I got, and uh, I'm able to play and practice and make me a sound of 24 hours a day where I'm at. And uh, I'll be watching TV, or, or I don't even watch TV anymore. Well, I'll watch, like, Netflix or something. I, I'm yeah. watching, and then all of a sudden I go, wait a minute, you know, I'll bet I, I could play that passage in that Schumann thing way better than that, because all I have to do is use this finger or something, you right. know, and, and I'll jump to the piano and go, yeah, I act like a, like a cat, you know, those cats, <laughs> they just, they run to, suddenly get up and run to the room like, you know, like somebody just, pointed a gun at them or something. I'll do that and uh run to the piano and then I'll look up and it's four o'clock in the morning. Do you prefer uh, uh an actual piano versus a keyboard? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is it's an actual piano, the kind that I want, or the kind that sound good to me, you know, start it starts sounding good at about, you know, uh forty thousand dollars wow. up to up to like two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. You know. And uh it's like a house. You could live in it. That's a big investment. Yeah. You know? And I got other things that they need to be uh, investing in. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, a piano... And the, and the thing is, is that it just sounds so great when you're alone and, and, and there's nobody bothering you or distracting you and then you can just go into a total meditative zone and you're not worried about whether, you know... Somebody's going to get what you're playing or like what you're playing or this. So you're not being judged. You know right. the walls. The walls are your only judges, and and then the way it reverbs, you know, reverberates off the uh, the walls and just sends you into a zone. And I'll be there for 15 minutes. I'll look up, and it's, actually, it's been two hours. Wow. I'll look back down another 15 minutes. I'll look back up. It's another hour. Uh, that's what it is. It really is. That's and great. and the more and the more you're doing it the better you're getting and the deeper you're getting. It's it's like it's like reading in a way. I mean you're going in and your your vocabulary, you know, just gets stronger and stronger. Whatever thoughts or feelings that you have, they you're able to uh express them better, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, in when you're playing. Because you just it's practice makes perfect, but uh I'm a lucky guy. So I do this, then I go back and then and I concentrate on that. Cool. You know, while I can. Uh, you're like a pretty loose guy, funny, uh, and uh, you seem happy. But sometimes when I see you on stage, you look kind of angry. Is is that like a, an? That's act? just my look. That's your look. That's just my look. It's, uh, it's, it's like Jessica Rabbit. You know, it's yeah. like, well, you, well, what do you look like? Well, well that's uh, I'm not really bad. I was just, I was just drawn that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I got these eyebrows. I got the, the girlfriend's. Telling me, no, you gotta trim your eyebrows, or else you know you look like a an evil old man. Or something. okay, fine. <laughs> and and sometimes I'll just uh, I'm not I'm not thinking about what I'm playing. I'm just like thinking of something else for right. some reason. And then you know it's, I'll see a picture of myself and go, oh god. But if you know if the eye is just really into it, I'm I'm like smiling and running around and moving around and this and that. Yeah. 
And if they're kind of like going, weird out what? Weird out who? Which, which <laughs> they don't do. Yeah. I'll find myself like, uh, maybe not looking as happy. Oh. Now, now you got me all self-conscious. Now i got to smile. i got to yes. go somewhere and smile. <laughs> do you do the sound cues or uh, does someone else do that? The sound cues? What sound cues? Just like during uh, songs, like the different sounds, sound effects. Is that you? Yeah. That's me and it's shorts okay. for me to, you know, I do it. Uh, sometimes when you hear like uh, 50,000 singers singing in a choir. Right. Sometimes that we have help. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not us because there's not fifty thousand people up there. Yeah. But our audience is is smart, so they understand all that. Yeah. yeah. But well, Ruben, I don't want to uh, take up uh, much more of your time. I'm fine. You know me. I'm I'm fine. I'll just I'll just keep talking until I run out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to I don't want to like infiltrate your show with a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask me any more Al questions that you want. Like, when is he going to give you a raise? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe after but, 21 years, is that? Yeah, something like that. No, uh, actually, this makes this will make 20 years. I'm coming up on 20 years from when I first uh, uh, went into rehearsal. Do you have a celebration uh, planned? Any kind of party? Let's see, judging from the celebrations that they've given me, which have ranged from uh, tar and feathering me publicly <laughs> on stage, which is true, <laughs> I, I, I leaned back and closed my eyes to do some shtick thing, and uh, the stage manager came up and poured a giant, uh, you know, 50-gallon drum of something on me, uh-huh. and then they... Then they smashed a bunch of pillows down, you know, feather pillows on me. <laughs> I had to stand in the shower for 45 minutes to get everything off. Oh, my God. Who was that? that bad. It was years ago. Oh, man. Years ago. I look like a, I look like a, a weird chicken that just got run over <laughs> by three Mack trucks. Sitting there on stage with just a big pile of feathers. Are there any pictures of that? Uh, somebody has a video of that somewhere. It's not okay. very, you can't very grainy okay but uh so if they're planning any any celebrations for me i'd rather not okay <laughs> do they know you that know? it's going to be your uh your 20 year anniversary they know okay. i hope they're not planning anything okay. <laughs> oh man you heard that whole story i know i told you that whole story how i actually impressed yeah. impressed yeah. out being the... well I, i'm glad uh thank you fans for tuning in yeah this is thank a lot you of very fun. much for thanks for thank you for listening to this whole interview. <laughs> if if your host has any brains or taste, then he will have just got it so that it says hello and goodbye. <laughs> I think I'm going to edit out the part where I say your name wrong, and then each part where you bring it up. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> is that a good do idea? That. Should I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a waste of time. It sounds like, it sounds like a, even more like a whiner. <laughs> anyway, I've got to fix So Bermuda's calling me. I must go. So, All right. Tell him I said hi. Sans, I'll see you out there soon. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Ruben. Talk to you soon, Ethan. All right. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Ethan. I cannot wait until we eventually listen to your third interview with Ruben.
Well, actually, my third interview with Ruben already aired, you know, back on episode 20-inch on September 18, Zero WD. Ah, yes. Zero with Dave. What a year. Well, again, from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, thank you to Ruben Valtiera for recording that awesome interview with me all those years ago. And from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, Ruben We hope you had an excellent, pretty stinking majestic birthday. Hey, speaking of things in our past, you know, like my interview with Ruben Valtiera, what about the ruins of our past? Well, what about the ruins of our past? It's not too late to buy it for all your loved ones for Christmas next year. Get your 2022 holiday shopping out of the way by picking up the book by Sebastian Shepard, a.k.a. Dave Grant, The Ruins of Our Past, at your local Amazon.com website. And tis the season to head on over to wolfandwool.com for all of your favorite Dave Grant merchandise, tunes, and more. And don't forget about Dave Grant's TikTok account at SEB underscore SHEP. Ah, yes, that Dave Grant's TikTok always gets me in the holiday spirit. So to reiterate about Dave Grant, head right on over to wolfandwool.com and then follow at SEB underscore SAGP on TikTok. Good work. I think we easily shaved a second off of that ad by calling him Dave Grant instead of David Grant. Oh, absolutely, Dave. This week's episode is also brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota, uh, beautiful, it's also time to celebrate. That's right. Darwin, Minnesota is happy to celebrate the upcoming new year. That's right. The citizens of Darwin, Minnesota will welcome in 2022 at the stroke of midnight, Twine Ball time on January 1st. That's right. For those who wish to celebrate along with the citizens of Darwin, that's 1 o'clock a.m. Burrito Burrito time, 11 p.m. on December 31st, world famous Albuquerque Holiday Inn time, and 10 o'clock p.m. on December 31st, Hollywood Star time. That's right. And what will the citizens of Darwin, Minnesota do to celebrate the new year? Oh, that's right. I don't know. Maybe drink a few Yankaritas? Oh, that's right. And you know how in Times Square they drop the giant ball that's covered in Waterford crystals? Do you think they drop the twine ball at midnight in Darwin? Oh, that's right. I I don't know, but that would be pretty stinking majestic. That's right. It sure would be. Ethan, are you going to stay up late and celebrate the coming of the new year along with the citizens of Darwin, Minnesota? That's right. I changed my plans because I was going to give a mohawk to my cat that night, but... Oh, that sounds like too much fun to miss. That's right. That would be too much fun to miss. I'll see you there. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next year's expedition. Discover Darwin more than just the twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to visit discoverdarwin.biz. That's right. Each week we are able to bring you our podcast absolutely free thanks to our sponsors Burrito Burrito, Discover Darwin, Jackson Scoggins, and Dave Grant at wolfinwool.com. And thanks to our amazing close personal friend, Patreon supporters, Blair, Frank from the Bank, Jake, Jared, Javier, UHF, Kenneth, Scott, Zeb, Adriana, and Allison. And thanks to JM and everyone else in our pretty stinking majestic Patreon family. 
If you enjoy our family-friendly weekly Weird Al podcast, please consider supporting us over at patreon.com slash 2000inch or by picking up some pretty stinking majestic official Dave and Ethan's 2000inch Weird Al podcast merchandise over at shop.2000inch.com. Dave, I'll go out with you and see all the new merchandise options on New Year's Day at shop.2000inch.com. After you're done picking up your official Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast merchandise, be sure to grab your copies of Black and White and Weird All Over and check out our special bonus episode book series where author John Bermuda Schwartz walks us through the book page by page and picture by picture. Remember, only our Patreon family get to hear secret episodes and only our Patreon family get to hear all bonus episodes early. We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans, so join our Facebook community and post about Weird Al by visiting group.2000inch.com. And we also love it when we receive voicemail via our official 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline, 347 Spatula. You might even hear your message in a future episode. And for everything about our podcast, including incredible past episodes and guests, all throughout 2021 and before, be sure to visit WeirdAlPodcast.com or 2000inch.com. And to keep up on new episodes, podcast news, and events, be sure to follow at 2000inch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thank you all for subscribing and leaving reviews on your favorite podcast app. Not only does subscribing help us out, you never know when we might ring in the new year with some breaking headline news. Thank you once again to our guest Ruben Valtiera for joining us from my archives all the way back in 2011. Also, thank you to Greg Method, Jeff Morris, Jake Larson, Jackson Scoggins, William King, Chad Kelson, a.k.a. Metal L, Alternative to Sleeping with Ethan Allman, WCDB 90.9 FM in Albany, New York, Comedy Pipe Radio Network. And thank you to my pretty stinking majestic co-host, Ethan Allman, for letting us dig deep into his archives. And thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible podcast theme song. And thank you to Weird Al Yankovic, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thank you to all of you, each and every one of our listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. Thank you for choosing Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. And until next year, remember to gill and chill. Well, Ethan, there we have it. Another successful episode in the books and another successful year completed on our journey towards 2,000 inches. Congratulations, Dave. I guess there's just one thing left to say. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, a very happy new year to all the citizens of Darwin, Minnesota, and everyone else who celebrates. And if you're a curmudgeon who doesn't celebrate the new year, from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, happy Saturday. That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 139-inch. Hope your new year is not the extra gory version. Happy, Happy New, new year, year, alternate, alternate mix. mix.